You're listening to Love and War with David Harwood. This is a weekly podcast where David offers spiritual insights that are aimed to enhance your relationship with God, yourself, and others. If you are edified by what you hear, please recommend this podcast to people you love. Now, here's David. Is heaven better? How much better is it? Let's begin to answer this with the testimony of Paul's confident expectation. Philippians 1, 21-24 For to me, to live is Messiah, and to die is gain. But if I am to live on in the flesh, this will mean fruitful labor for me, and I do not know which to choose. But I am hard-pressed from both directions, having the desire to depart and be with the Messiah, for that is very much better. Yet to remain on in the flesh is more necessary for your sake. Perhaps an analogy might be made with God's revelation of his mercy. Isaiah revealed God's compassion in a surprising way. It surpasses our expectations in the same way his thoughts are beyond ours. Let the wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thoughts, and let him return to the Lord, and he will have compassion on him, and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than yours, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Isaiah 55, 7-9 Look up! The heavens are higher than the earth. So are God's thoughts compared to ours. It's safe to expect that just as the heavens tower over us, so will the goodness of what we experience in God's presence be greater, higher, much greater, much higher than what we have experienced in our best moments. Will those who are absent from the body and present with the Lord be better? Paul wrote, To die is gain, Philippians 1.21. What is being gained? In the light of the scriptures, I think we can insist that those who are present with the Lord have a relationship with the Lord with whom they are present. This relationship is of a superior quality to all they have experienced while they were in the body. In heaven, Their relationship with God has come into the beginnings of fullness. Their understanding about themselves and reality has increased. Their emotional wholeness is complete and ready to grow. People are better in heaven than they were when they briefly inhabited the material realm. In what way are they better? Much better. Paul wrote that departing and being with the Messiah is much better. Philippians 1.21-24 in 2 Corinthians 5, 6-8, he testified that he would prefer, rather, to be absent from the body and to be at home with the Lord. The Greek translated prefer, which is toned down emotionally generally, it's often translated well-pleased. It can, and from my perspective, ought to be regularly translated delighted. Both alternatives convey a stronger emotion than prefer. Sometimes I suspect the translators are so cerebral that they shy away from using words that convey strong feelings. I am convinced that when we die and go to heaven, our souls will be instantaneously changed. 
the soul shall be instantly transformed it is akin to the coming resurrection when paul wrote of that he said things like this behold i tell you a mystery we will not all sleep but we will all be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet for the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised imperishable and we will be changed first corinthians fifteen fifty one to fifty two the greek word for moment means indivisible when applied to time it describes an instant so immediate that it cannot be divided into parts first it's not there then it is you don't see it now you do a gradual metamorphosis of the body is not prophesied it is best described in our language as a moment it's like being born from above there is a moment when a person goes from spiritual death to life departing and being present with the lord in heaven is like that it is an instantaneous transformation accompanying our soul's new location when one is born from above they are recognizable however they really have been changed as with jesus when people are raised from the dead they will be recognizable but they shall be on a totally different level of existence when someone's soul departs and goes to heaven it is the same soul as inhabited the body but it has been changed it is the foretaste of glorification do we know god now we shall know as we have been known have we experienced aspects of god's glory we shall be immersed in the waterfall of unalloyed glory do we have an awareness of god's love the breadth length height and depth of it shall immediately and permanently affect our souls like lightning splits the sky what of the impartation we receive in this life it is nothing in comparison to what we shall receive is our experience of god's peace in this life comparable to the sense of wholeness we will experience in heaven it shall be incomparable try to imagine the fruit of the spirit exponentially increased i shall not mention all of them just the three in the list are amazing the first three meditate on the possibility of love joy and peace empowered to an unthinkable degree that is our soul's experience in heaven take a moment and consider righteousness peace and joy in the holy spirit revealed in unspeakable fullness in our souls and in relationship with others are we self-aware do we have any degree of accurate understanding of ourselves that self-understanding is not worthy to be compared to what we shall finally grasp as we see ourselves through the eyes of our savior these aspects of future reality frame our hope of heaven these truths are a hint of the substance of the inheritance that has been preserved for us first peter 1 3 through 5 blessed be the god and father of our lord jesus the messiah who according to his great mercy has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of jesus the messiah from the dead to obtain an inheritance which is imperishable and undefiled and will not fade away reserved in heaven for you who are protected by the power of god through faith for a salvation ready to be revealed in the last time we are being guarded by god so we might receive an eternal inheritance 
This inheritance is reserved in heaven for us. Our confidence in our Father's preservation power is the foundation of a life-directing hope. In fact, this inheritance has been prepared with us in mind. What is its nature? It is likened to a kingdom. Matthew 25:34. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed of my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. Have compassion and pity those who have no hope for the future. The way they mourn reflects that despair. We are not in that category. We have hope for the future of departed loved ones. We have hope for our own futures. Consider some of the qualities of the inheritance that is reserved for us. Consider what those who have already gone to be with the Lord are experiencing right now. No wonder we do not mourn as those who have no hope. No wonder we do not fear the aftermath of dying. We are being guarded by God himself, who has provided the confident expectation of an imperishable, undefiled, unfading inheritance. Jesus conquered death, and we are no longer subject to the fear of death. Hebrews 2, 14 and 15, Therefore, since the children share in flesh and blood, he himself likewise also partook of the same, that through death he might render powerless him who had the power of death, that is, the devil, and might free those who through fear of death were subject to slavery all their lives. We await the final outcome of Jesus' victory. 1 Corinthians fifteen twenty-five and 26 for he must reign until he has put all enemies under his feet. The last enemy that will be abolished is death. While we await the ultimate destruction of this enemy, we rejoice in the hope of heaven, the foretaste of the resurrection. In our next meditation, we will delve into aspects of our future awareness and the promise of the beginnings of glorified relationships in heaven. Love and War is written and presented by David Harwood. The theme song is Skirmish from the album Spontaneous Combustion by Leonard Jones. David has written several books, including God's True Love and his latest, The Meditations of My Heart, Developing a Healthy Inner Narrative, which contains a collection of daily devotionals. You can find links to these and others by visiting loveofgodproject.org and clicking on the book section. If you'd like to reach out to David, you can go to our Facebook page, Love and War DH, or send an email to loveofgodproject at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and please remember to like, subscribe, and share this podcast with your friends.